When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, today, uh, before we jump in, we'd love to, if you'd leave a review on iTunes and, or wherever you listen to podcasts, those five stars do really help. Um, we'd also like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. Um, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. I'll get it out. Um, not only are they innovative, unbelievable how shooting machines are, are have changed. You know, I remember when they used to have those long metal racks coming from the court. Um, but how they've innovated, how they've put the trainers right in front of you, it's unbelievable. So go over and check it out. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. There's nothing else on the market like it. Nowhere else are you going to get the bat phone to the person running it. No, you know, yes, they might do quarterly or monthly or weekly calls, but they're not, they're not on your backing call. If you have a question, if you have an email, trust me, I will get back to you. I will respond. I will get on a call with you that day. So come over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better just about every day. Um, just because we're that kind of team. Um, there's been teams where I've done like post move miking kind of things too. So it just depends on the team, but, um, no, is the answer. This is, is the answer. Uh, you know, the team, what I got to do to win on Tuesday is different than what I got to do at win on Friday. So it's always morphing into different things. Um, yeah, this is where I think more, my, my points of emphasis, like my teams don't yeah. turn the ball over and we're turning the ball over. So that's just like, it's just nonstop me just on them about it. Like they know that I can't handle that. Um, yeah. Last comment. I was just going to say, this is where I think my teacher instincts are going against me because yeah, routine, 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 warm up the same way, come in the same way, exit ticket the same way. So, okay. Yeah. A little, need a little more variety, a little more mix up. Yeah. But you can, the thing is, okay. So this is where you got to get a little creative too. If you want to do foot, two footed jump stops, I got like three drills that I can do that, but they're all a little different. One's maybe got a defender on it. One's on one's, you know, 
So maybe I'm, maybe they're doing it two on two. So that's where you got to be a little bit more creative. That's where when you don't coach for 618 days, you have a lot of time to be creative. Um, but that's where you want to do it. Like you can, it's, it's like hiding the uh, carrots inside the mashed potatoes kind of thing. You just, whatever. I, I don't know if you'd do that the other way, whatever, but you're hiding the, the veggies inside something. So they don't know that they're eating it. Um, all right, cool. Thank you very much. Right, yep. That. No problem. All right. No. Um, my question to you coach is how do you develop players um, really without like showing favoritism and also making sure they're not one dimensional. Uh, so the first part of the question is how do you develop players without showing favoritism? Well, some players are better than others and some need to be pushed in different ways. So I, I, favoritism is a weird word because there are some kids that are really good basketball players and they need different things. And some kids are really good at calculus and they need different things. And some kids are really good singers and they need different things. So um, I'm not, I'm feeding their, I'm feeding their, um, I'm feeding their monsters basically the way I, and I don't consider it favoritism. I consider it teaching. I'm helping them become better at that. So, um, you quickly find that a, uh, it's, a team is a very fragile ecosystem. Um, when you're winning, it's easy. When you lose, you know, everything's great when you're winning. And then when you lose a couple games, that ecosystem, uh, the, the cracks show. Um, so uh, you just got to be aware of that and try to cut it off at the, you know, hasn't rained in three days. I got to go water the flowers kind of thing. So, um I, I, I start a little journal and I try to, I'm, I'm married to a psychologist, but I try to try to figure out what each kid needs and try to give them what they need. Um, some kids need to be pushed. Some kids need to be picked up. Some kids need more positive. It just depends on the kids. So I think that's more the morphing you probably got to figure out than the favoritism thing. That makes sense. Okay. Cause I, yeah, no, it makes sense, you know, because for me, like my one of my, my point guard, you know, he dribbles to the sideline um, and want, waits for the play to develop, right? But, you know, I re I'm realizing now that he needs to be more off the ball so we're not just so monotone in terms of an offense that we're running, which is just right. the ball screen. Right. So, you know, I was just wondering if I should I develop other players that are more better at setting screens like, hey, develop your handles. Let's develop your handles. So, you know, let's say you could bring it up, you know, and he could be more off the ball because he's a better, you know, he could really he has a great mid range. So he's probably better off the ball than on the ball as running point. Um you know, so it's just a lot of different things I'm thinking of today. Yes, I would say yes to the I would say yes to that. Like, I mean, it's a laboratory. They use your use your especially use your process as a laboratory to figure out if it can work too. Um, but I would say I would definitely say yes to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Try to find different spots. You want to hide their positives and hide their negatives. <laughs> Pretty simple. Like if they're a good dribbler, you want to accentuate that. How can you let them do that? And then if they can't, like, you know, if you have someone that doesn't defend well, how can I hide them? Because maybe they're good offensively. Maybe they're good at this. Maybe they're good at energy. Um, 
it's a fine balance, trust me. Fine balance. All right, Mark. Yes. Or you have a follow-up? Well, no, my, my follow-up question is um, with with those type of drills, like what type of drills would you normally do to like enhance like off the ball movement? Um, you know, that's something that I really want to emphasize and practice. This week, I play a lot of three on three. I do a lot of small sided stuff. And then when okay. you're watching it, don't even watch the ball, watch off the ball. It's like I usually throw one of my assistants under the basket to just watch rebounding. Um, Cause I'm looking at other stuff. I'm not necessarily looking at that minutia of boxing out. Um, so I'll just throw one of them and say, that's all that just watch rebounding, just watch boxing out, just watch us getting bodies on people. Um, so they're only hearing that voice about that specific skill. So when you're doing that, let them play a little three on three, do some small sided stuff, just make some rules. So they're doing some of the stuff that you want them to do and then just watch off ball. Don't worry about some of the other stuff at that point. Worry about that one specific skill set. That will help a lot. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll do. Yep. All right. Go ahead, Mark. Yep. Uh, I use my board a lot, huh? That's all right. I just, I mean, you're getting better. Up a little closer to your chin. Up, up, up. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Like that. Yep. Okay. Over to the side then. Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, on the end of game play, uh, we'd worked on this before. This is yep. like a set that I have. So you yep. come here. This guy screens either man or zone. This drops down. This guy back screens. He comes here, and then if I follow up, this guy screens comes here. Blah yep. blah. That um, that's kind of the basic setup for that. Yeah. Uh, so my question is that what what I see in most in the games, like say you're taking the ball out or something. Uh, the other team's going to switch it out. They're going to jump and trap. They're going to do something different. Yep. So is there like a general kind of philosophy uh, that you're doing? Um, does that make sense? Like typically for any type of pressure, I just set it up like this, just so you have room to. Yeah, you, know, you can stack it. You can run, you can run somebody. Um, you can run somebody in front too. The, the, that will easy curls, curls in a stack will get the ball in and get him moving in the right direction. Um, if you don't want it too complicated, um, I get. I guess what I'm asking though is, say, say you're you get the ball in easy. Yep. No, no problem. You know, and then once you start bringing past half court, They're they jump trap and trap. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. Then you got to teach. Then, then they got to go. They got to go hoop at that point. You just teach diagonal cuts. Find open space. Run toward the light is what I tell them. Run toward the light. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you we you can't. We, I, there's it's a it's a math problem. There's too many variables here for me to tell you exactly what to do other than to teach them that that they need to cut to open space if someone's getting doubled someone's open okay right um so i that that what i'll do in something like this is i'll i'll put defenders out here and I'll, i'll every third possession i'll have them double and then we'll just stop and we'll talk about what happened and we'll talk about finding open space. But they, they basically got to cut. You got to get it over half court, and then they got to cut to open space. So if I'm doing an inbounds play, and maybe I'm doing a curl, 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 yep. I set up, but they just fall back. So yep. I, I'm running the last second play. Yep. I just have to teach the kids, anytime that you're doubled, 
you just have to learn to cut to the open space. Cut to open space, diagonal okay. cut, and you're gonna be you're right. We've got if they double you, that's great because you have the advantage at that point. Because hopefully you cut behind, and as soon as you cut behind, it's three on two or it's four on three. It's like, well, great. The whole point of a last second shot is to get an open shot. You'll get an open shot. If they don't right. panic, you'll get an open shot. So when you say cut, like just if, if you get doubled here, just like yep. cut into Diagonal here. no cut. Wherever there's open space. Where did, if your man went to double, cut, cut in front of the person getting doubled. That's the rule you want. Because if, if, you're, if person, you're defending me and all of a yeah. sudden you leave me to go double your the friend bringing it over half court, then I'm open. So I the problem is they run toward the baskets. Okay. <laughs> when they start doing this, like they're open. Well, that doesn't help my friend because they can't see me. You got to cut back to them to the open space. And then once I got you, you. Hit it, go. Gotcha. So if my man is the one that's doubling, then I say, oh, oh, my man is doubling. Go I'm back to them. Go back to them. And then we help. have an advantage. Yes. They're, and then and then everything else getting is getting mugged. You're not going to leave your friend on the alley when they're getting mugged. You're going to go help them. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. And, and, and then everything else is out the window of your set. You should have the advantage. You just attack the hoop. Okay. I got you. I want you to double me. Right. Great. Because we're going to shoot free throws because we're going to get an advantage. Yeah. And then I also tell them when you get doubled, I told my guys this the other day. When you get doubled at the end of a game, I'd rather have you eat it, the ball, literally eat the ball, than get then throw it away. <laughs> and they go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Take the five second call." I got a couple of football players. I said, "Puddle it and take the five second call." Well, why would we do that? I go because we can get back and play defense at that point. <laughs> if if you turn it over, trust me, they're going to score a layup. Because it's going to be right at half court. They're going to dribble up and they're going to make a layup. And that doesn't help us. Um, I, could, I got you. That makes I sense. I could send you a film of last night's game. You could see about seven of those. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead, James. <laughs> All right. As we get on to the season, I was asking, I had the two questions. One was um, now when we practice, um, do you like to go live? Um, with defensive segments or do you just like putting it together at the end of practice and doing a scrimmage? I do a lot of one trips. So, um, so let's say we're working on our one, three, one half court, the, all, the defense will get a stop and then they get to go one trip down to the other way. And then we stop. Okay. So I do a lot of one trips during practice. Um, I don't want them going up and down per se, but I want a lot of one trips because then that gives the defense an incentive. And then I, you know, maybe I'll both teams running a one, three, one, or maybe I'll have the team that's on offense going back and running a man, whatever it is we want to, we're, we're more of a transition team this year. So I always want to be working on my transition too. Um, so I'm trying to kill two birds with one. I'm trying to do as many things as I can with one drill. Um, I don't do, I mean, I, and maybe this is a fault of mine. I don't do a ton of like live five minutes up and down kind of thing in practice. I just don't do it. Um, I'm trying to save legs. Um, yeah, I probably not should a lot do more of scrimmaging. Scrim not a lot Are of you scrimmaging. doing scrimmaging? No. Okay. And then my other question is, um, so switching has been working, but I'm thinking somewhere along the line of, I'm worried it might not. And I, and I'm in the back of my mind is I feel like I need to work on my hedging. 
just yep. in case we run into us. Cause I have some really, I have like one or two stout defenders that I would, if we came into a situation where I wouldn't want them to switch where switching wasn't working. Um, do you see a problem with that? Uh, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> um, I wouldn't do it right away. I'd get the switching down so they don't even have to think about it. Once that skill, like, once you know you're adding and subtracting tables, then you can go to multiplying and dividing. <laughs> um, so you, it just needs to be rote. They need to be so good at switching that that I want that it's it's second nature to them. Would if you, you feel would like you, you know? Would you would you do it if you if you did start doing more hedging in terms of would you do it three on three? I would. I would. I'd do two on two probably initially. Oh, okay. I'd probably have a passer and do it two on two. Okay. Um, we're yeah, we're horrible at switching right now too. So, um, but yeah, that's a communication one. If they're communicating, that will make it that will make it a lot easier too. Um, yeah, that will make it a lot easier. All right, Brian. <clears throat> okay. Um, this year. Uh, you know, we're trying to be a program team. Like I said, second year for my our new head coach and uh, second year running this new offense, uh, mover blocker, which I had honestly never heard of before uh, running it, you know, last year. And so, you know, uh, all of my old quick hitters that I used to run out of a uh, yeah, pick and roll continuity are basically out the window. So yep. my question is, when you're running some quick hitters, when you're looking for that, you try to really design them out of your, you know, primary offense or at that, at the JV level, can I throw a one, four set in there and use that for our quick, I mean, a good coach is going to identify that, but will they be able to communicate it immediately to their players? Now, if you got no, a good play, you know. use it. If you got a good play, use it. Cause the, the, the bigger, the bigger issue is when it doesn't work, can they get into it? So that's where you're going to have to practice. So here's the one, four set. It didn't work. How do we get into mover blocker? So that that's where you should spend some time on that discussion with them, um, and work on that a little bit with them because you'll you'll find that that's not um, that's a bigger issue than you think. Yeah, that's with you. Yeah, it it is. It is. It's it's difficult. Uh, it's actually really hard. I'm finding to get into mover blocker after uh, you know you know after honestly an offensive rebound. It, it's it's kind of difficult. Um, so, yeah, I just need to come up with a little more creative ways to get us into that. Um, okay, okay. So if you, you're, the advice is I can kind of go back to my old, you know, kind of horn set or fist set or something like that that's kind of worked the last couple of years. Yes. Okay, yep. cool. Perfect. Cool. That's All right. Go ahead, Noah. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, my next question to you, Coach, is from a coach's perspective, right? How do you really develop the best relationships with your players? Um, you know, like, do you do, like, team bonding things? You know, do you... Like, I just, I just want to know, like, because I feel like everything is so relationship driven. So I just want to know how can I get the most out of them, um, even when they they may be down. 
sometimes. Yes. Um, but I haven't been able to do that as much. So I've had to use the time because of COVID. We we're pretty restrictive. Um, so I can't do a lot of the stuff that I want to do. Um, but yes, I'm saying yes. You, that Yes. That's one of the things I miss. Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, it's probably 70% the relationship and 30% the X's and O's. Okay. So like, how do you get, so like now that you're not able to do that, right. Cause I feel like, you know, for my teams, we do a, like, we start off slow, we pick it up, you know, and then second half comes in, start off slow, pick it up. But like, I want to get the most out of them consistently. And I keep telling them like, Hey, it's, we play hard from the moment the tip goes off to the moment the buzzer uh, goes off as well. So like, I just want to know, like, you know, is it more so I have to build a relationship with them? Or is it more so like they're just lack of attention to details? It's probably a little bit of both, to be honest with you. And there's probably other variables going on too. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how restrictive your spot is, but I, I just been trying to do more teaching classroom stuff, things that I can still do. I mean, I can't do team dinners and things that things like that that it will kind of I'm sure the parents can do it, but I can't do it. I can't have anything to do with it. Um, so, yes, I would say it's a combination of both of them. That um, you can build a relationship by teaching them. Trust me. I mean, some of the, my favorite people were some of my best teachers. Um, so you can show that you care about them by doing that too, because maybe they want to score more. Well, how can I help you score more? Blah blah blah, kind of thing. Um, so that's what, that's what I've been kind of leaning into. I don't know if it's a hundred percent working, but, um, it's probably better than nothing is what I'm going to say to you, but yes, anything you can do, especially, and to be honest with you, relationships tend to be built more out of season than in season. Um, cause in season, you're a little bit more like, you know, the authoritarian figure, and an out of season, you can be a little bit less of that or a lot more, a lot less of that. Uh, at least I, I feel like that's when some of my great relationships were built was the off season, not in the season. Um, but yeah, so I would think I would start thinking, you know, off season and kind of moving. How can you do it? You know, what can we do in the spring? What can we do in the summer? What can we do in the fall to, to do okay. that? That'll, that'll so dude. So, like, what happens when you build this relationship and then next thing you know, your players get over, like, too comfortable with you? Like, you know, they start, you know, let's say they might slack off a couple a couple times or they're just not really focused as much as they should be. You know, is there something that you normally do to that's parenting that? one, That's parenting like, 101. That's your job to rein them back in. Yeah. Kids will always test boundaries. That's what, that's what they're supposed to do. Um, okay. They're supposed to test you. And if they don't, then they're not kids anymore. And then they're probably adults. So they're always pushing to the edge um, and seeing what they can and can't get away with. That's just human nature. That's normal. It's, it's Their brains aren't fully developed. So that's okay. They should be doing that. Your job is to, you know, pick them up and put them in the, you know, on the sidewalk kind of thing. Don't play in the street kind of thing. Um, that's your job. So, yeah. That, very normal to do that. You just got to rein them back in. Uh, a courageous discussion is what I refer to it as. Sometimes you got to have those courageous discussions. 
that they don't necessarily want to have. Like, you can't shoot three. Stop shooting them. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> Let me show you this. I think I've had that conversation. Let me show you the statistics. Stop dribbling. Every time you dribble, you turn the ball over. Stop it. Let me show you 63 clips of you dribbling and turning the ball over. You know, they won't appreciate it at the time, but they'll eventually appreciate it because they'll get to play more if they listen to you. All right, Mark, last round here. I got to go eat. What time is it? 7.15. Uh, last question. All right. Uh, here's, all right. So um, the end of game type thing, if I usually just do like a curl, like, you know, we talked about this, these yep. guys create curl, yep. curl, curl. Um, does that still work fine if it's here in the corner? I, I kind of struggle when it when it, yeah corner's hard corner's hard I gotta I actually have to find some good out of bounds place for the corner um or th- yeah. there's I mean you definitely don't want to one for it um would it would something just the more simple with and where's the ball comes here and screens and then this girl curls curl curl or something like yeah I think you off? want I think in the corner you want some sort of curl going to their strong hand. Because that, that corner is so scary because there's two defenders already in the corner, the baseline and the end line. Right. So if I did um, something like like maybe here and then just screen and then curl. Yeah, and then curl, then curl, curl, curl. So maybe curl. start a little higher up in the box or yeah. something like that. Higher is good. In the, especially when you get that official that gives it to you in that really funky spot. Higher is better. Yes. You want more okay. space. Okay. And then just Back one last, last question. Yeah. You mentioned this before. Just on the stack. Yep. Uh, you said it's e- if we're going this way, it's yep. easier just to stack it up. Yep. Uh, do, do you, any rule on that? Do you screen or just? No. Uh, well, I have a third person screen and I have one and two go opposite direction. So if one, if the bottom one goes one way, the other one goes the other way. And then I have that, that one screen for preferably my point guard coming back. And then the release should cut turn half court if you're going that way. If you're, yeah. So the person that's screening should cut to. I'm assuming you're going to where that other number is down there. Yeah, I'll go in here. Yeah, yep. yep. So, so, so once they uh, screen, they should they should pop. So so don't, don't go toward the other. Go that way. So if they make a bad pass, at least it's the right direction. So you say like one boom here and then yep. screen. screen. And like- yep. Yep. And then that and then that other person. No, I have them coming to the ball. So that's, that you can do that. What you did there is fine. What you did there is fine. Then the person that set the screen's got to come back to the ball. Okay, gotcha. So just just go boom boom, yep. screen, screen here, curl. And yep, and then come back to the ball. That last person will always be open. Okay, all right. Because they don't want to get beat deep. Okay, thank you. Yep, no problem. Hi, right, coach. I'll hey. stay on after. So, okay. anyways. <laughs> um, Two questions on real quick ones. Three two zone yep. versus the way we run our our two three is Syracuse style. Do I really need to re- run a three two zone if I'm running like Syracuse? No, that's what I was wondering. Okay, and then the other question is practicing offenses and defense against each other in practice. If we don't have a great scouting report on the other team, what do you use? Like just your own stuff? Like would you practice your yeah, I, I make up a scouting report if I don't have good one, and it basically is stuff we need to work on. Okay. So they don't know. So you and, wouldn't use your own offensive sets when you're running a defense. Okay, that's what I'm trying, trying nah, to say. I okay. wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. Okay. All right, Brian. Oops. 
Okay, um, last one from me is going to be about the one, two, two, three quarter court press. I'm currently taking that course yep. on teach hoops. Yep. And um, okay, so it seems like to me the way I used to do it is when the ball basically got below the free throw line, we matched up, we got out of it. Okay. But the course really keeps trapping and fall, and and it's you know it's quite a bit more complex. I'm wondering, is that fine to drop into a man or a zone? Oh right yeah, now absolutely. I did that last night. On, I did that last night on the fly. We were in a zone, and then we dropped back to man. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It, 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 it and I like doing that early in the season because it teaches them to talk because they got to okay. match yep. up, and they might not yep. match up. I might not guard twelve. I might guard two because two's closer to me. So I like that early in the season, especially because it just, it, it reinforces that communication thing that's so important defensively. So I, I love that. Good, I love going yeah. zone to man. I love yeah, that. I have a pretty good communicating team, so I think that's positive. Okay, then the final part of that, what do you think about, I've never actually heard of doing it on makes and misses too. Maybe I'm just super naive, but like in early in the year, would you, would you just keep it on makes? Would you try to go makes and misses? See what that looks like. I haven't had a game yet. I've never seen what this looks like except in practice. It's going to take longer than you think to teach is what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Okay. We'll start okay. practicing it. It's probably going to take you two, three weeks to get good at it. Okay. And just, I'm sorry, last thing. You're still the mindset. If they're scoring on us twice, three times in a row, you're switching something up. So if they I, break did, my it, zone, I did it last night. It didn't work last night. Well, a few times mm-hmm. I had it, but nothing worked. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that we, too, went, yeah. we went from our one three one to our two three matchup to our man to man. Nothing was working. They just beat us. What are you gonna say? They beat us. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh well, yeah. we lost. I mean, I was trying every. I was throwing the kitchen sink at them, and nothing was working. Our guys weren't ready, and they played really well. It just crap happens sometimes. Like, okay, so yeah. start with the one two two, the basics. Get the I'm like I'm watching it. The one two trap in the corner. The one two trap if they dribble it over. The two three trap if they pass it over. But then the, I can set a firm rule that after if it goes below the free throw line, trap or no trap. If we can get the trap, amazing. If we can't get the trap, we're just matching up at that point. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. Cool. All right. Cool. And I would cool. just like to say, Noah, I have a couple ideas in the team building. If you'd want to talk sometime, uh, I went through a pretty rough patch of that. So like, put your email, put yeah. Brian, put your email in the chat. I can send it to you cool. too, Noah. I have it. So I can send it to you too if you I'll, want. I'll throw it in there. Throw it in the chat so I can do that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Don't, don't leave James again because we're going to have. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. We're, we're going to talk about my heart, which okay. which took some aging last night. Trust oh, me. no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Well, thank you, Coach. Yeah, I, I'll ya. take off and um, I'll look yeah. for your next office hours. Okay. Thank yeah. You. Be a couple. It'll be, uh, it'll be right before Christmas, that, that week before Christmas. I got crap. I got nothing. So yeah. we'll probably be that week. That week of the cool. 18th. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. All right, I'll probably do then. a couple. All right. See ya. This makes me feel like I know something. To be honest with you. Uh, okay. You're doing all a lot. All right. Don't Go ahead. No, you got anything? Uh, yeah. I just have one last question before I okay. get off coach. I'm sorry okay. to take up too much time. Um, no worries. So with the run and jump, with the run and jump press, right? I know, you know, you force them more so towards the sideline. You know, is yep. there anything I do like a one on two, uh, three on two, half court trap? Um, is there really anything else that, you know, that that it should be emphasizing to really get it going? Because no. I feel like, you know, as you, you said, like practice and jump, you, know, you got to practice it. You got to practice it. OK, you got to because right. I, I feel like it's just run and jump. It's hard. You got to practice it. I mean, I try. I tried to do it last night because we were losing hard. 
hard if you haven't practiced it. It's really hard. Okay. okay. All right. So should I just switch up to like a one, two, two, like a zone type of press in the meantime? Yeah. And then have the run and jump as like something that yes. I'd be like, all right, let's just do this for right now. 100% yes. Okay. All yes. Right. Put something easy in right. and then, uh, okay. All right. I will, I will, uh, right. if Thanks. you don't have his email, text, email me, Noah. All right. I will do it. Right. I'll respond to email um, in the next 30 minutes. I All appreciate right. it. Thank you, See coach. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14-day free trial allows us allows us to do this. And then subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how. Tell us what you want to hear in the future, steve at teachhoops.com. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.